Hey everybody, Andy Cavernan here with another Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. You know, this last Sunday night, I had mentioned on Sunday mornings, a little bit of a depressing day for me, not really, but, but uh, you know, just, just the idea that, okay, here's another Super Bowl where the Vikings aren't playing. I sure wish that was different. And I know my Packers friends uh, would have wished the Packers would be playing in there as well. So perhaps we could share that in common this time. But uh, one of the other things that was a bit of a challenge for me on Sunday night was that I'm on a diet. And so in our house, when we have a Super Bowl, you know, celebration, we watch it together. And, uh, and usually anyway, and there's a lot of food involved. Christy makes these sliders that taste great. She makes this caramel Chex Mix stuff that's awesome. Usually there are cookies and, and you know, nacho cheese dip, queso, that kind of a thing. I love that stuff. It's so good. Well, uh, this year I, I'm on what, what I call my Death Star diet. See, I, I got to December this year and realized, shucks, all the work that I had done two, three years ago to try to get healthy and, and whatnot was, was almost for naught. I had almost gained everything back, and, and I needed to do something. And so I sort of buckled down, talked it over with Christy, and I decided to go back on a diet that cost me some money, uh, cost me certainly some comfort, and uh, and cost me opportunities to enjoy things that I really enjoy, uh, like like eating at a Super Bowl uh, party. And so I couldn't do it. I, I had to uh, I had to count the cost before I started the diet, and I had to follow through, realizing that the goal of being healthier, which is really my goal, just to be healthier, uh, my goal uh, would require something of me. <laughs> you know. The, the gospel writer Mark uh, understands this dynamic as well. And, and at the beginning of the gospel of Mark, he, he's writing to his audience, preparing to, to demonstrate to them that Jesus Christ is worthy of a following, that Jesus is going to live a life that demonstrates that he's the son of God and he's the son of man, such that he's the perfect sacrifice for our sin. He's the perfect victor over sin and darkness. And through his resurrection, he, he's the one that, to which we, we really need to hit our wagon if we're going to ever experience fullness and, 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 and life uh, that is beyond ourselves. And, and so that's the argument that Mark is preparing to make. Now at the very beginning in chapter 1 verses 1 through 20, he introduces three primary characters, if you will. He introduces John the Baptist, he introduces Jesus, and he introduces the disciples. And in each instance, he gives uh, the characters a call, uh, a commission, and a consequence uh, for following uh, Jesus. And 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 and, and and I want you to just see, we're not going to unpack the whole thing, but I want you to see what he does with John the Baptist. John, of course, is the messenger to Jesus. He's the one that the Old Testament foretold would come and proclaim the coming of the Messiah. Here he is. And in Mark chapter 1, verse 2, it says, As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I'll send my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way. Uh, John the Baptist was called to be the messenger of Jesus. And his commission was this, verses 3 and following, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make a straight path for him. Okay? Uh, John's job was to prepare the people for the coming of the Messiah. And verse 4 says, And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan. Jordan River. Uh, John wore a clothing uh, made of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And with this uh, was his message, After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whom, whose sandals I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. 
John uh, fulfilled his commission. He was proclaiming the message. He was preparing the people. He was demonstrating he wasn't the Messiah. One greater than he was yet to come. And he was making the hearts of the people ready. But then uh, later on, there's a consequence for John that Mark reveals here in, in kind of an offhand way, but a very intentional way. Verse 14 says, After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. Mark makes it clear, look, John faced some consequences for fulfilling the role uh, that, that God had called him to. There was a cost in beginning this discipleship program into which God had invited John. And friends, uh, the reality is, is Mark does the same thing for Jesus. Jesus is called, he's commissioned by God. This is my son with whom I'm well pleased. He's sent in order to, to proclaim the good news and, and invite people to repent. But we know that the consequence for Jesus is great. He paid with his life. The disciples, in the same way, they're called. Jesus goes out into the countryside. He sees them. He says, come here. I'm going to make you fishers of men. And, and he commissions them to go out and to do ministry. But for the disciples, what we know from church tradition is that there was great cost. Most of them were martyred for their faith. And what Mark's doing here in, a, in kind of a beautiful, subtle way is he's preparing us. Look, I'm going to introduce you to Jesus. But there's a cost for following him. I want you to know that, to be aware of that up front. But friends, it'll be worth it. I'm convinced that was Mark's heart's desire as he communicated this. And of course, Peter is likely uh, the one also encouraging Mark in his writing. Friends, I'm here to tell you, following my diet plan is not so much fun. <laughs> it can be difficult at times. But I already feel better. I have more energy. Uh, I've lost some weight. That feels good. And I know that I'm getting healthier. Friends, following Jesus can be difficult sometimes. Sometimes it makes, means making decisions that will cost you something, even something great. But make no mistake, when you follow Jesus, you can count not only on, of the cost, but you can also count the blessings. Because the blessings of knowing that you're saved, that you're forgiven, that your eternity is secure with Him, that the inheritance that is available to, to, to Christ as the firstborn is available to us. We're co-heirs with Christ of that inheritance of the kingdom of God. That's ours. That, that's good. Friends, it's worth following Jesus. As we prepare to go through the Gospel of Mark here in our Bible reading and our, our Cornerstone Connections, uh, count the cost but also count the blessings and be prepared to watch Jesus work. God bless you, friends. Lord willing, we'll see you again soon on the Cornerstone Connection.